Hey, baby. What's going on, guys? It's Lashana, a.k.a. Miss West, bringing you Balance Above Everything with the Bay Podcast. All right, so I have Natasha here, and you guys know we have to do an icebreaker. And so what we're going to do is two truths and a lie, and I hope I win, (laughs) but we'll see. So I'll go first, Natasha, and two truths and a lie would be, number one, I am allergic to cats. Okay. Number two, I've never lived in Hawaii. And number three, I love pickles. gonna say the lie is you've never lived in Hawaii. Why is that? I don't know. It's just so random. <laughs> You're right. Lila, I'm, I'm interrogating you. Now, why do you think that? You're, you're right. Okay. I actually lived in Hawaii. Um, my dad was in the military, so okay. that was a lie, and you have one point. Oh, yay. <laughs> okay. All right, your turn. Okay. So, I know you did not come I did. with... Oh, no. You you are a cheater y'all how's she gonna come prepared for the icebreaker hold up time out okay the icebreaker is supposed to be random but you know what since you were very studious and prepared let's see what you got i know i'm dirty okay so i was born and raised in atlanta i have been to iceland and i am a leo okay huh your Leo is the lie. That is actually the tr- a truth. <laughs> so you I are. I am a Leo. I am a Leo. Okay. My birthday is August twenty second. Got you. So what's the lie then? The lie is that I was born and raised in Atlanta. So I was actually born in Birmingham, Alabama, okay. and I moved to Atlanta in nineteen ninety nine. So I've been here like most of my life, but I wasn't born here. And gotcha. My dad was also in the military, so nice. I lived like up and down the East Coast. I lived in Texas for a little while before I can actually remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't born in Atlanta. But I, when people ask me where I'm from, I still say Atlanta because right. I've been here for so long. That's how I do Kansas because I was born in Germany. Mm-hmm. However, I say I'm from Kansas because I was there from like elementary to high school. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. So you've been to Iceland? I have been to Iceland. So I just went there for a girls trip actually this year. That's dope. Yeah. So I went with three of my girlfriends and we met up with a group of about seven other ladies. Okay. And we did the hot spring spa. We did a tour of Iceland. So that's where Game of Thrones is filmed at. So for people who are like not know that. Game of Thrones heads. Oh my God. <laughs> they would like the black sand beaches and the glaciers and the waterfall. So that was like a very, very cool experience. It sounds like it. And it was all black girls. Oh, yes. nice. So I loved it. I want to go there. Let me know if y'all going back. Okay, I will. So, Game of Thrones really quick. Like, when I be texting with people and they be like, what you watching? I be like, G-O-T. <laughs> and I be like, I'm going to see if they're a Game of Thrones person. Everybody, what's that? What you mean, got? I'm like, oh, you, you ain't with the Game of Thrones gang, gang, gang. I don't even watch Game of Thrones. Because... You're missing out. You are missing out. I'm it is... so far behind, though. It doesn't I'm matter. So that means you can just cram and just spend your whole day watching Game of Thrones. It's worth it. You know, I think I'm going to wait till the series ends True. and all the hype has died down so I can just, like, 
focus on it the whole series and watch it like after everybody else is done that's smart that's my plan <laughs> and i can tell you're a thinker by coming prepared so did you have another set of questions because we're doing it again we're doing it again let me see let me see no 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 that is not fair listen 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 linda all right so the next one would be um i cannot swim I am a great painter, and I have met Beyonce in person. <gasps> okay, if you really met Beyonce, I'm gonna be so jealous, but I feel like that's one of the truths. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say the lie is you're a great painter. So you know that's subjective, right? Because I might feel I'm great. Uh, that probably wasn't a good one. But <laughs> nevertheless, it, it, the oh. lie is I met Beyonce in person. Oh, okay. I mean, I've been to her concert, but it ain't like okay. I broke bread with her or rubbed the elbow, shoulder with her, you know? Uh, that would be cool. So <laughs> the score right now is 1-0. Right. Yeah, your turn. Okay. It's not fair. I'm saying random things and you're not. <laughs> but you know what? Since you're on I've the I've never po- done the po- podcast before, so I had to come. And I've never interviewed you before. <laughs> you and Carlos. You and your husband, Lord Jesus. Okay. All right. So I graduated from Spelman College. Okay. I have two siblings. And I love watching The Office. Okay. I feel like you graduated from Spelman because you've been here all your life and you look like a Spelmanite. Okay. I think I said that right because my homegirl's a Spelmanite. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're, you did. That's true. And what was the one other than the office statement? That I have two siblings. Okay, that's the lie. So, the lie is that I graduated from Spelman. Ah! <laughs> That was kind of a trick question because I did go to Spelman my first year and then I ended up transferring to Georgia State because that price tag on private school. Yeah. It's no joke. And and I'm sure your experience at Georgia State was great. It was great. And you know what? I still keep in touch with my girlfriends from Spelman. So they're like my sisters still. Yeah. Um, but I just couldn't, I couldn't afford to stay. Girl. So. I like how they have that sisterhood. You can mm-hmm. just tell. But you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I took my daughter on a tour at Clark Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then we did a tour at Georgia State, mm-hmm. and not even looking at the money or anything like that, Georgia State just seemed to be a better feel and opportunity, if you may. Okay. So we'll see how it goes because she graduates next year. Oh, okay. But it looks like you won, so congratulations. <laughs> even though I kind of cheated. I'm you sorry. guys are super competitive. <laughs> All right, guys, so we have Entrepreneur on the Rise, and today I have Natasha. So, Natasha, I'm going to have you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your platform. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Natasha Jones, and I'm a 200-hour certified yoga instructor. So that just means that I've had basically the minimum number of hours that you need to become a certified instructor. Starts around 200, and then it usually goes up in 100-hour increments from there. Um So I started practicing yoga consistently in 2015. And I say consistently because before that, I was taking yoga classes kind of here and there, maybe take one, wait six months, take another one, wait another year, take another one. But I wasn't that serious about it like I am now. So 2015 is when I started taking it consistently. 
And my first yoga class, I remember being the only black girl, or maybe one of two black girls in the room, and the room was completely full. So it was a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit intimidating, and it was a 90-minute vinyasa flow style yoga class. So it was definitely a workout. So after I left, I was like, man, I, I felt like I was dying. I went straight home, got in the bed, and I was tired and sore for like the next two days. Oh, wow. Um, but after that, after the first couple of days, my body started feeling a little bit better. I was like, you know what? I want to go back and try this again. Yeah. And so I kept going back every week and, you know, started getting better. I uh, felt my endurance start to change. I started getting stronger, started getting more flexible. And also I just started to feel better mentally because mm-hmm. like it being in a yoga class just gives you time to focus. So you can put your phone down. You don't have to worry about responding to social media, responding to emails, and you really get to just focus on what's going on in your head mentally. Right. So um, I started to like yoga so much that I decided that I wanted to teach. And um, fast forward to 2016, I started a yoga teacher training program. And at that time, me and my now husband were engaged and we were wedding planning. So I was taking teacher training classes. I was planning a wedding and I was, you know, just working full time. So it was a lot. And I ended up putting yoga teacher training on the back burner so I could focus on um, planning my wedding and uh, just other things that were taking a higher priority. So mm-hmm. fast forward to 2017, after the wedding, everything went great. And my husband encouraged me to get back into the yoga teacher training because he knew that was something that I was interested in. And right. so I found a teacher training program that I really liked. And I got an opportunity to teach my first yoga class. And I was pretty nervous about it because I didn't have a whole lot of experience with teaching, but I ended up Um, teaching a class and it went really well so um, after that I decided I wanted to teach on a regular basis so my mom has her own fitness company it's called stay fit partners and she's located in Atlanta as well so she was teaching at a local gym in Marietta at that time and she still teaches at that gym now Um, but she talked to the owners of that gym and they were able to let me come in and teach my own yoga class every Saturday morning Mm -hmm. and so while I was in my ter- my teacher training program, I was also getting that hands-on experience with, t- with teaching yoga. So by the end of 2017, I had my teaching certification, and I had about six months of teaching experience under my belt. Wow, so that worked awesome. out. So that worked out really well. Um, and fast forward to 2018, I decided that I wanted to move into a full yoga studio to get a different level of experience. So... Um, I found Cycle Line, which is right down the street from where we're doing this podcast now, at the corner of South Cobb Drive and East West Connector. Um, it's a black-owned cycle and yoga studio. So I went there one day and took a yoga class, and I really liked it. And so I talked to the owners. I said, hey, I'm a newly certified yoga instructor. Can I come in and sub for you guys sometimes? Right. And long story short, they had space for me. Yep. And I came in and I subbed a class. People really liked it. Subbed another class. People really liked it. And I've been there ever since. So now I'm a full-time, not full-time, but permanent yoga instructor at right. Cycle in Line, which is also called Yoga in Line. That's dope. And I'll make sure to leave um, the info about Cycle in Line um, in the notes. But I like how you went there, checked it out, checked out the vibe, see what your comfort level was, how they operated. And mm-hmm. then you collaborated and connected with the owner 
and pitched. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how that's what entrepreneurs do, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, let's just say you weren't certified, but you wanted to be in that environment. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was something that they could find for you. Mm-hmm. And just being vulnerable to do that, I think, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the beginning, you said that first class that you went to. Can you say that slowly? What was that called? The first class that I, the name of the class. Yeah. So it was a vinyasa flow. Now tell class. me what that is because I'm not familiar with yoga. Okay. So there are a lot of different styles of yoga out there. There's vinyasa flow. There's hatha yoga. There's hot yoga that you might have you might be familiar with. Um, so vinyasa flow is a Sanskrit word. Sanskrit is an ancient Indian language that um, yoga instructors use, and it means that we flow through different postures and we link our breath to our movement so you'll move from one pose take an inhale move to the next pose on your exhale and you continue to go through your inhales and exhales oh wow moving like that throughout and the that class. was your first time mm-hmm. and you did that kind mm-hmm. wow but look at you now yeah um and I could just, in, in FYI, and I hope you don't mind me sharing, mm-hmm. Natasha's expecting. Yes, I am. Congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. But I see you're controlling your breathing. Mm-hmm. And I think, because I, I was pregnant in the past, mm-hmm. and I think just because of your yoga stuff, like you're, you're mm-hmm. used to, am I correct if I'm wrong? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Okay. And I have been taking prenat- prenatal yoga classes also since I okay. um, got pregnant. That's dope. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Now, fast forward. No, it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, what has been, um, we'll start with the positives, like an aha moment or something that has really made an impact in the positive as your journey, um, being an entrepreneur and doing, being a yoga instructor? Um, a positive thing is getting to meet new people and really being able to impact their lives in a significant way or in a way that is kind of unique. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times <clears throat> I feel um, without, without being a yoga teacher or without being an entrepreneur, I wouldn't get the same opportunity to meet people and be able to help them with something that's not just physical, but also kind of helps them mentally and spiritually because yoga is not just about... Um, your body physically but it's also about um maintaining control of your breath Mm -hmm. being aware of what's going on in your mind um, mentally and being aware of what's kind of going on with you spiritually so being able to impact people in that way has been positive got you and what has been um a challenge or a test in regards to being an entrepreneur in this field as Mm -hmm. a and i'll just stop right there and let you finish um, a challenge has been just being confident mm. and being patient with myself because there's times in the fitness industry when people will come to my classes and the classes will be completely full. Mm-hmm. And then there will be days that nobody shows up to class, which can be kind of discouraging right. for yoga instructors because you feel like it's you and you feel like maybe it's something that I did the last time that people didn't like that they just didn't express to me um, and, it, and that can be kind of discouraging but just remembering to stay positive and be patient and know that the process takes time it takes time for people to get to know who you are right. and sometimes it's nothing that you can do about it like sometimes it's just bad weather that keeps people from coming to your classes or sometimes people are just having a bad day right. where they're not feeling well so it's not always just you 
Um, what's most important is to be consistent. Yep. Um, and give people what they need every single time. Most definitely. I love that. And I think we have to realize it's not about us. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the reason, mm-hmm. it's not about us. But right. as you talk about that, do you guys have some kind of feedback loop or communication loop in regards to um, like a survey or just to see how people feel or think about the courses or classes? Mm-hmm. So after every class, I always ask people for their feedback verbally. So if they feel a certain type of way, maybe about the music that was playing or mm-hmm. maybe about some of the poses that we did, they can feel free to just come to me and talk to me about it face to face. And I've never gotten any negative feedback from anybody um, about anything. So. Um, most people do like the classes, but we also do have surveys online. So anytime people sign up for classes, mm-hmm. um, they're able to go directly onto the Yoga Online website and leave a review for the instructors. So awesome. that is really helpful for yoga teachers and for the cycle teachers. Yeah, totally. Um, so let me ask you, because you've been doing this for a while, but let's say you had a, a magic wand. Five years from now, fast forward. <laughs> I'm going to keep messing with you on I that. Know. <laughs> fast forward five years from now. Like, where would you see yourself in regards to your business, what that looks like, etc.? Five years from now, now that I'm pregnant, I really have started to enjoy prenatal yoga. Mm-hmm. So I think that that would be a good niche market for me to tap into. So being able to teach prenatal yoga to other expecting moms would be something that I want to do in the next five years. Being able to host mommy and me yoga classes for people that have kids. Yeah. Um, and being able to host retreats because I love to travel. I told you I went to Iceland earlier this year. My husband and I go on trips together all the time. So being able to combine travel and yoga would be something that I'd be interested in doing in the future. That sounds great. I was just telling Natasha that um, I feel like more African Americans or people of color should engage in yoga. Mm -hmm. For example, I have a 17 year old. We never do yoga. However, Psycho Elon is very close to my home. We're going to go try it. Mm -hmm. So as I speak on that, what do you think is the potential reason Um, that we have uh, a lesser number of us in the Mm -hmm. room? Um, I feel like people might just be uncomfortable in studio spaces. So I've been to a lot of different studios in the time that I've been um, a yoga teacher and just somebody that practices yoga. And almost every time, I'm one of the only people in the room that looks like me, Mm -hmm. unless I find a black yoga instructor or unless I find a group that is specifically targeted toward people of color. It's hard to find other people who look like you in yoga spaces. And so sometimes that can be intimidating. It can be a little bit discouraging to people. And I think that might be one of the reasons why people don't, or why you don't see as many people of color participating in yoga Hmm. um, around the city. Good point. So I think about therapy and how that's kind of taboo. It has been in the past. Mm -hmm. We're doing really good with being pro mental health. Yeah, Yeah, because I'm in the field Mm -hmm. and I usually would serve just people of different nationalities. Mm -hmm. Um, But coming to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. it's a very, it's a melting pot in in my opinion, Mm -hmm. majority minorities. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's just because I'm hearing more about yoga. So Mm -hmm. maybe, like, let me just, I'm rambling. Have you Mm -hmm. seen an increase though from when you first started to now? I definitely have. Um, I've seen an increase both online 
through social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook, and I'm seeing an increase in studio mm-hmm. spaces that offer yoga classes. Um, and just events around Atlanta that are catered towards other people of color, like the Moving Art Experience. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's a yoga experience that is primarily targeted toward people of color and people, um, artists can come out and showcase body paint and different types of artwork in that space. So the Moving Art Experience is one of those things that has um, kind of brought yoga teachers and yoga practitioners of color that you might not have seen before out into the forefront yeah um so yeah i've seen an increase over the past few years that i started practicing yoga sweet dope um when i had your husband on last he talked about a few events do you have any um upcoming events um in regards to your platform that you want to give a shout out to or if you know any events that you just want to give um a shine to you're okay. more than welcome to share. Um, so I don't have any specific events that I'm doing right now. I teach yoga classes at Yoga Online every Tuesday night at 7.30. Um, I'm also doing a, a class at Yoga Online on Memorial Day morning at 10.30 a.m. And that class is going to be 90s hip-hop and R&B themed. So uh, anybody that is off work on Memorial Day and you want to come get your fitness in, come to Yoga Online. 10 30 a.m it'll be a vinyasa flow class oh shoot <laughs> hey yeah i was putting it in my planner but when she said vinyasa flow i don't know and vinyasa flow, it, it can sound like it's tough but my classes are accessible to all levels so it doesn't matter if you're a beginner right or somebody who practices yoga every single day yoga teachers are there to make sure that you feel comfortable and to make sure that you are successful in that class so demonstrating poses coming around and doing um hands hands on adjustments for all the students nice. talking people through exactly what they're supposed to be doing and making sure that you're comfortable throughout class is the yoga teacher's job so come to class even if you're a beginner even if, you, if even if you've never taken a yoga class before i'm definitely coming soon yeah i'm gonna have to check that out um so as we wrap up thinking about self-care and wellness and i know you're in the wellness arena Mm -hmm. um what are some other things you do to be creative to make sure your self-care and your wellness is in check to make sure that my self-care is in check um i know my husband mentioned this on the podcast but i also journal and i try to do that on a consistent basis i'm not as consistent as i would like to be um, but journaling definitely helps me to do like mental brain dumps and yeah. um, just get in touch with how I'm feeling um, and just, you know, stay healthy mentally. Um, but other things that I do to to keep up with my self-care are taking days off of work. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people don't use their vacation time at work for whatever for whatever reason they don't do it. I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> But I will use my vacation time to travel, to even just take a day um, yep. at home and be with my husband, um, or even just taking a day off to sleep because I'm pregnant. So I need that time to Girl. just, you know, <laughs> get as much rest as I can. But yeah, traveling, taking time off of work, journaling, getting massages, oh, uh, that's things good. like that. I have yeah. one tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Awesome. So as we wrap up, Natasha, if you could think of one word, that kind of um, identifies your experience today or um, how you felt during this podcast, what would that be? You know, I got to get a little deep. <laughs> mm. And it don't have to be deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I would say motivated. Okay. Motivated to continue um, working on my platform, motivated to try out some different things that might not be directly related to yoga, but they can, you know, still be a part of my self-care routine um, and just motivated to, to keep going. Awesome. For me, because I am a newbie when it comes to yoga, and I'm glad that, that you're sharing your platform with us today, because more than likely, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. I would say brave. And I say that because um, anytime you're in an unfamiliar area um, experience, vulnerability is something that sometimes we struggle with, right? Mm-hmm. And, so for, and for me, like, I know I'm not going to do the poses right, or I might look weird, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not about anyone else. It's right. about me and me addressing my self-care in a way that's going to be unique. Absolutely. Because I'm not the type, oh, go to the gym, lift weights. I don't like doing that. Mm-hmm. But I like playing volleyball. And I like um, going to the belt line and walking around mm-hmm. with all the people. So I'm I still, love that too. I know, right? <laughs> so I'm still exercising. So right. I'm going to be brave and take one of your classes. Okay. Um, so that's the word for me. All right. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for coming on today, and I'm excited for what else you have in store. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. This is my first podcast feature, so I made it through. Let's go. (laughs) And in about three months, you're going to have a new bundle of joys, and that's that's going to be so awesome. Oh, I'm so excited to get my son involved in yoga. Oh, that's going to be dope. Yeah. That could be a whole other platform. It could be. Baby yoga and me, something like that. Yep, yep. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening, everyone. If you want to reach out to me to partner or you have any questions, please hit me up on my email, balanceaboveeverything at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out my personal websites, which would be Instagram and Facebook. The handle is at Miss West Creative Coach. Remember, be blessed, be beautiful, be balanced, and be bold.